Welcome to episode 51 of the Transformer to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about how little prepositions can make a big difference, the difference between in the end and at the end, Alistair's story about Costa Rica and Thailand, the pleasures of reading travel guidebooks, why Alistair was crying into his beer at the end of a recent football match, and a complete digression into English accents. This podcast will help push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to go over something that came up in our fluency community and it was really interesting so we thought that we would cover it here in episode 51 and it's all related to the idea of difference between in the end and at the end okay now that might just seem like a tiny difference but it actually does make a big difference and so as usual Alistair is here with me hi Alistair hi Daniel how are you I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Well, still recovering from the shock of last night's football match, but we'll come to that later. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll definitely come to that later. Yeah. Mm. So here in this particular case, what we are talking about is the whole idea of how you would translate al final, really, right? This is where the problem comes in. And as usual, when you have two options in English, there can be some confusion. And when the Spanish speakers think of the expression sort of al final, or just even the, that particular you know idea in their mind, they often go for the at the yeah. end, right? They often choose at it's the definitely end. Definitely the most common people exactly exactly and so we kind of wanted to break that down right we wanted to understand exactly why that confusion happens and when you have to use in the end and when you have to use at the end right yeah well as you say it seems like you know, think, well, it's not very important it's the same but it's not the same so we do use them in different different ways and it's yes. important to know the difference so it's so obviously if you say at the end all the time you'll be right some of the time <laughs> But not all the time. That's true. Yes, uh, that's by the true. law of averages, as we say. Yeah. What, what is the expression about a, a stop clock is right, tells the right oh, time yes. twice a day or something? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you will be right quite, you know, maybe 50%, but sometimes you won't. So you need to know when to use one or the other. I think it is important and is a very common error we hear or you know, regularly, I think. As you say, it came up in the fluency community the other day. Yeah. In one of the absolutely. live sessions, I think. And we had to correct someone and explain it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely worth focusing on this today and giving some Absolutely. some examples of how to use the two. Yeah. What the difference is. And a few anecdotes as well, just mm -hmm. to kind of put it in context yeah. and, and everything else. So exactly. kind of what, what, yeah, what we'll do is we'll start with the, with in the end, right? That's what we'll start mm. with. Okay. Now this is kind of an interesting one because in many cases we use this in a context where something, obviously you might have a plan and, and it didn't really work out. And in the end you did something else, right? So it can be something that goes pear-shaped, right? Mm. Like going back to the expression the that very we first episode, start, yeah. very first episode. So can you just cover that again? Game pear shape. Well, just to remind mean, people, or obviously you may yeah. have listeners who've joined us since the first episode mm. and 
haven't gone back to the beginning. Mm. So yeah, to go pear-shaped is very, very British expression. So I don't mm. think Americans would, would use it or maybe not even understand it. So yeah, to go pear-shaped is, well, a circle is a perfect, a perfect circle. And a pear is not, it's the shape of a pear, so it's not perfect. Mm. And I think we explained in the first episode, I think you looked this up, what was the origin of the expression? Because we didn't know. And you discovered that it was something to do with pilots when they were training. I don't know if they were fighter pilots in the Second World War or something. That when they were trying to do a loop, so fly a perfect circle in the air, obviously when they were beginning, they couldn't do it correctly. So they started, the loop was good, but then somewhere at some point, they didn't complete the loop. It went, it looked more like the shape of a pear than a perfect circle. So this expression to go pear-shaped came from that, meaning something starts well, uh, but then it goes badly. It ends up negatively. Yeah. So yeah, something could, you could have a plan, but then for some reason things go pear-shaped, things go wrong, and you have to change the plan. Yeah. So right. I think we had an example. No, you wanted to give. Well, yes. I mean, there we we can we can talk about little different sort of examples that we have of like something. You know, our our our. I think they're kind of very much connected to our holidays, right? And we'll come to that in a minute, right? Mm. But but it's true that it doesn't always have to be negative, right? It's, yeah. it, it, although it's it seems as if it's most of the time going to be negative because it's like a plan that didn't go go the way you were thinking. Yeah, it would, and it could be right? because something bad happened. Yes. So negative, often used in a negative way, but not necessarily. Well, to get, I have an example here of the negative. Okay. So it says, I wanted to go to the cinema, but as my wife was ill in the end, mm. we t- decided to stay at home. Yeah. So you could say in so, that case, your plan to go to the cinema went pear-shaped. Yes. Although that's not necessarily, the use is probably something more long-term, no? Like, yeah. I don't know, you maybe opened a, re- a business, a restaurant, and at the beginning you had, plenty of customers it was going well but at some point you started losing customers it started going badly and you ended up maybe having to close the business that's more of a pear-shaped situation yes but you could use it in this example for you know a very small thing went wrong so this is a negative sense no you had a plan and then because in this example your wife was ill so something negative you had to change your plan so in the end we we were going to go to the cinema but in the end we didn't go yeah that's right. So that's this right. is so, yeah, this a, is the problem yeah. where most Spanish speakers would say at the end we didn't Yeah. Know. And there's yeah, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem there. Mm. Exactly that. Exactly mm. that. And we have come up with other little few anecdotes related to this, right? Yeah. And I I will kind of start with mine which mm-hmm. is kind of because we were talking just before we started recording this episode was all related to to traveling and mm. I can remember when many many years ago now because my my kids are well my oldest kid is is 10 years old so this must have been like at least 11 maybe 11 years ago we were kind of planning uh, a trip to thailand and i bought the the guidebook as you used to do then i mean maybe yeah, maybe people, now people, maybe people don't buy guidebooks anymore yeah. i don't know lonely <laughs> planet right. was always lonely planet was the classic the lonely planet or the rough or, yeah guy. or the rough that's yeah, right. The two that's most right. common. And, you know, it, interestingly, I did really like those books. I kind of yeah. really liked reading them before I I, yeah. I went. I and mean, when you were there like, as well, sort of on train yeah, journeys absolutely. on the plane, you could sit there, yeah. you know, in the hotel at night reading yeah. through the book. 
Yeah, kind of planning your trip, right? And so so I think a few years before, I'd done exactly the same with Croatia. And I was like, oh, yeah, very sort of motivated because I really love Croatia. And I'd kind of read the book and everything else. And the, the, the you know, the guidebook really helped me. And so then I thought, okay, now we're going to do something a little bit more exotic. And I bought further the book afield, as we say. Yeah, further afield, absolutely. And so I bought the book for Thailand and started going through it, sort of started planning the, the whole trip. Where to go, what you wanted yeah. to do, what to see. Yeah. Absolutely. But then in the end, and this is key point, in the end, I didn't go. I didn't go. And there's a big reason we didn't go was because my son was born. So oh, that's so quite a good end, reason yeah. not to go. Yeah, it's quite a good reason. <laughs> Wouldn't be good being born in Thailand. No, that's right. That's right. So yeah, so that, that was a plan that I had in my head. But in the end, we didn't get to Thailand at all. Yeah, it was just yeah. the way the way life goes sometimes yeah right? you and have you ever have did, this plan have you ever managed but, to get to thailand since no probably not no, with young kids no it's not. no with young kids is tricky thailand yeah, you know it's a i long think way you know in the plane flight yeah time. well if you exactly, just went to the exactly. beach it's possible but then you can go to the beach in spain i'm not sure that's right there's that much exactly. point going all the way to thailand <laughs> just to right. go to the beach a bit more that's exotic right. but the same thing absolutely you know? yeah exactly, exactly well actually yeah. it's a coincidence here isn't that we discovered in my story the yes, Thailand right. connection. Yeah. So I plan, or we, with my wife, we planned a trip to Costa Rica. Mm. And I bought the Lonely Planet guidebook to Costa Rica, which I still have on my bookshelf. Okay. Um, and I read it from cover to cover, looked at the maps, you know. So I planned the whole holiday of, I don't know, 10 days or two weeks, working out the routes and what to see, the whole thing. And then for some, I can't remember the reason now. So it's not necessarily because anything went pear-shaped or there was any uh-huh. dramatic... I think maybe just because the flights were very expensive. And then we, we right. discovered that we could go to Thailand at about half the price. And we thought, well, Thailand, it's similar. No sort of jungle, rainforest, exotic birds and animals. It's sort of like Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, but it's much cheaper, I think was the reason. So we <laughs> yeah, just changed okay. our plan and I bought a book. So then I bought a Lonely Planet to Thailand. <laughs> yeah. At more expense and did another studying and, you know, deciding where to go and planning. So, so we probably got the same book then. Yeah, yeah. So I've got two. I've got a Costa Rica book I've never used. Right. Uh, well, used, but never actually did the trip. And then a Thailand one that I did actually use. Yeah. And we well, had a at great... least you used your Thailand book. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference because you, uh, you ended up not having any holiday at all then. You didn't go anywhere. That's right. Yeah, no, I ended up just basically staying here. Although I might, we might have gone somewhere else, obviously. Well, Spain, but, uh, but, small, yeah, yeah but it was certainly not. We we not certainly didn't go distance. anywhere exotic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So ended up. Yeah, that's another interesting expression. It is, isn't it? So yeah. it is actually the same. So we did a previous episode, and we mm-hmm. talked about the phrasal verb "end up doing something" with the gerund to end up doing, mm-hmm. and we gave examples. I seem to remember the classic, like after work, I went for. a you know, went for a beer with a colleague and for one beer and then we ended up having 10 beers and staying there till two in the morning sure. so there's an example yeah. of end up no or we were going yeah. to go to the theater but then we ended up going to the cinema instead yeah so that's the same no you could uh, you could say we ended up doing something so the final yes. result is different to your yeah. original plan for whatever reason mm-hmm. doesn't have to be negative or positive or negative so, you know, I wanted, we planned to go to Costa Rica and we ended up going to Thailand. So in the end, we didn't go to Costa Rica. We went to Thailand. So you can use them in yeah. exactly the same way. You can, exactly the same way, right? So it's kind of mm. a, a, a phrasal verb there, which is another alternative, a, yeah. a really great alternative if you want to use that. Yeah, yeah. with a verb in yeah. gerund or simply in the end, we. So it's in the end plus subject verb. 
right, and yeah, there is exactly. the difference with the other one that we'll come to in a minute. Mm, so yeah. yeah, so that so I had a great. So you never got to Thailand then, but at least at least I, know, I did actually no. visit Thailand. I did have a holiday. Yeah, that's right. That's but right. I never got to go to Costa Rica. So Costa Rica. That, that's still on my you know list of things to do in the future one day. And the bucket Absolutely. here's a good expression though. Bucket list. <laughs> yeah, I think there there was a film called The Bucket List, right? There was a I film, that, yeah, where someone was, was dying called, or something, and they had that's their, right, that's right, the things that's they right, wanted exactly. to do before yeah. they died. It's kind of like a famous expression, anyway, right? It's yeah. there's one of those things that you you kind of got a list of things that you really want to do before you die, basically. Yeah, it's places you want to see or things you want to do before you die yeah. is a bucket. Why a bucket list? I've no idea. Because a bucket is a cubo, no? It's a like a plastic bucket to carry well, yeah, water. But it, 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 yeah. So I have no idea why it's called a bucket list. This, do you know well, where it comes I, from? Well, the only thing that comes to my mind is the expression kick the bucket. Ah, yeah. Ah, could be. I never thought of that before. Brilliant, Daniel. <laughs> Maybe that is. Yeah, there's a very... Did they say that in the United States? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's a very know. British... I think is a very British expression, but maybe not. Maybe it's... Yeah. Let's so, give some context there. Yeah. Yes. How, how would we use that? Kick, kick the bucket. The bucket. Uh, well, yeah. there's a lot. It seems every week there's a celebrity a pop star or an actor is, kicks the bucket. Right, yeah, that's how you would use it, isn't yeah, it, basically? The most that somebody one. has Bert, died. But Baccarat yeah. last week, this week is, I can't remember. So, yeah, it means to die. So when someone yeah. dies, obviously, it's very informal and quite impolite. So you'd never, ne- this is advice, for, I've said this to my clients before when I've explained right. this expression. So it's a nice yeah. expression, very colloquial British, I think. But yeah. never use it with someone who's just lost somebody. So, absolutely, you know, one no. of your colleagues yeah. at work, their husband, wife, or father, parents have passed away. There's a euphemism. Yes. So yeah. much better to say, "I'm so sorry, your father passed away," which is a yeah. nice way to say to die. Yeah. But yeah. don't say, "I heard your father kick the bucket." Yeah. That would not go down well. No. Because it's no. very um, to go down well. That's another expression. Yeah, yeah. It would not be <laughs> well received well. by that yeah, person because right. it's exactly. so you, you can use it for people you don't know. That famous people dying. Famous people, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that you yeah. you don't know and they're not your friends or family. So you can say, yeah. Oh, I saw you know, I know. A few when did Michael Jackson kick the bucket? About must be yeah. quite a while ago now. Yeah. So talking yeah, about a, those, you know, people you don't know, you could say somebody or, kicked the or, bucket. Yeah. Somebody that you're not connected yeah, to. Yeah, you're not in connected to in any way emotionally. Yeah. No? yeah. Because, yeah, it's not very so nice to may- say that. Maybe there is a connection there, right? To kick yeah. the bucket and the bucket list. Yeah, the list of know. things to do before you kick the bucket. That makes exactly. sense completely. I never it does, thought about that. It does. That. Yeah. So maybe Americans but, do use that expression because I know they use bucket list. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so, you know, I'll, Costa Rica is Costa Rica <laughs> there amongst uh, there. many other places I want to visit before yeah. I kick the bucket. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic, fantastic, good. So yeah, and so there you that, that's kind of where we would use in the end, right? So mm-hmm. you going back to this kind of the original idea, which is like, yeah, you have a plan, something changes, can be positive or negative, or just like basically that the, the plan changes in some way or form. And in the end, you do something, right? So you have to be careful with that preposition in the end, right? Yeah, in the end, it so has to be in, in the, the end. end. It can't be plus, at the end. No, plus right? verb. So you got in That's the right. end, I, you, we, so subject verb. No, in the end, we, so it could just be something simple. It doesn't have to be things go pear-shaped or negative. So to say, we were thinking of going to France next summer for our summer holidays, but in the end, we've decided to go to Italy instead. Exactly, yeah. So there's no necessarily yeah. any bad reason for it. You just change no. your mind. 
Yeah, for example, like you could say, oh, well, we're going to travel to to France and we we're going to fly originally, but in the end, we decided to go by car. Yeah, you know. So a change I mean, it's plan. really that just just yeah. a change of plan. It's not necessarily yeah. something negative. It can, yeah. is just a change. Of and plan. you could say, yeah. finally, that's a way to avoid the problem of the in the end right. at the end. Finally, yeah. we decided yeah. not to go to France and to go to or not to fly, but to go in the car. So that is a yeah. possibility. Also, finally, finalmente yeah. instead of yeah, finalmente, final. yeah. Yeah, finally we decided. Yeah, you can say that That's as well. Yeah, finally. I, I use that construction less for some strange reason. No, I'd say I in kind the of end always more. Yeah, I always say in the end more. Yeah. yeah. But finally is possible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Fantastic. So let's, if we go back to the other option, which is the change in preposition, right? And so mm. you say at the end. When do we use at the end if we kind of already used in the end? When do we use at the end, Alistair? Well, it's at the end of something. And this is the important right. thing to remember. That at the end, at the end of at the end, there you are. There's an example. <laughs> at the end of the expression noun, the expression at the end, we use a noun. So you say at the end of the match, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, at the end of the summer holidays, at yeah. the end of the film. That's a classic yeah. example. No, what happened at the end of the film? Mm-hmm. So al final de algo. So mm. this is the thing. Yeah. You've got to use it with a noun. At the, and that's it. It's quite simple. That's it. It's quite simple, really. Mm. Yes. There's nothing so, really that difficult to explain there, really, is it? So mm. it's, it, you know, it's just the confusion that those two prepositions create more than anything else, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think most Spanish speakers would probably, because they tend to say at the end. So when they use a noun, like at the end of the football match, it's correct. Yeah. By luck, more than knowing why. <clears throat> yeah. But then they'll say, but, you know, we were going to go to France, but at the end, we decided to go to Italy. And there's the mistake. Because yeah, then you've the got mistake, to change yeah. into the, in the end. Mm, yeah. Um, which I think Spanish speakers don't, not very rarely use in the end. I think they're not even sure, don't even know it exists, that possibility sometimes. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or they yeah, know, yeah. and because they're not sure when to use it, they decide, I'll just stick, I'll just stay with the at the end and hope for the best. <laughs> Yes. And also, of course, because they have al final in and their mind, they probably just go for at, at al, right? Yeah, yeah. Sort of sounds yeah. more similar than in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, the end of that's something. It. So, um, that's, yeah. So we also came out with a little story about at the end, right? Because you, this was all to do with the match that you were... Re- we won't go into football too much, but we, this is a good example, certainly, to talk about at the end, right? W- because you were hmm. watching a football match yesterday and something happened at the end exactly. right, of the match. Right? So I'm so, you know, still a bit in shock this morning. So I watched, yes, Liverpool versus Real Madrid in Anfield in Liverpool in the Champions League. And of course, they are, they've become our sort of nemesis. We always lose to them, two finals in the last few years. So at the beginning of the game, I was not very optimistic. I was quite pessimistic, thinking, well, we're probably going to lose again, as we always do. Mm-hmm. However, amazingly, in 15 minutes, I think we were winning 2-0. Mm-hmm. Interesting, in British English, talking about soccer, football, we don't say 0-2-0. Zero, mm-hmm. zero. We use this yeah, word that nil. That is really confusing, isn't it? N- like that nulo, I suppose. N-I-L. Yeah. Never say 2-0 talking about football. Soccer. That's true. That's, yeah. So it's 2-0 yeah, yeah. for some reason. No idea why. Yeah. So in other sports, yeah. we might say zero, but not in yeah. soccer, football. So yeah. we were winning 2-0, amazingly. So I was suddenly like hopeful thinking, my God, maybe we can beat Real Madrid. Finally. Yeah. Finally, in the end, <laughs> we can beat Real Madrid in the end. But yeah. unfortunately... At the end of the game, the result was 5-2. 
or 2-5 to Real Madrid. So they did a remontada that they're very famous yeah. for. How do you say remontada uh, in English, Daniel? This is like, Yeah, this is one of those, it's kind of like, I know that we've spoke about this, but this is kind of just a small anecdote related to this this mm. word. It's like, there are some words in Spanish that are kind of like, immediately I know what, what they are in Spanish, right? But then to, to suddenly think of the word in English is just difficult for me. And I don't know why, I don't know why. Well, we tend you know, to say remontada. Like, so if we're speaking in English about football, we might say, oh, did Madrid did another remontada. That's right. Even That's in right. England, I've actually like... listened, listening to the radio or podcasts about football in England, I've heard people now using the, when they talk about Real Madrid, it's become, you know, this word has been... Associated, yeah. I've actually heard the English speakers in England on the BBC say, oh, well, Madrid did a remontada, and they're actually starting <laughs> to use that word, so it's becoming quite <laughs> Well, because it's a good word. It's a, good it's a word, great word, it? yeah, remontada. Yeah. And in yeah. English is comeback. Well, it doesn't sound quite it's as a good. Comeback. Yeah, a comeback, yeah, that's not good, is it? A comeback, not as yeah. good as remontada. So yeah, yeah Madrid specialised this, especially in recent last season they did it, and again. So anyway, it started well, but at the end of the game, so I was quite happy after about twenty minutes, but at the end mm-hmm. of the game, I was crying into my beer, as we say, mm-hmm. expression. So yeah. not not very happy, again. Yeah. So it was so, like. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, in the end, we didn't beat Real Madrid, and well, yeah, we lost, exactly. I was about, usual. I was about to say, you can use both expressions there, really, yeah, can't you? Because you started, in. you started watching the match. You were kind of happy they were winning, but in the end, Real Madrid kind of, as always, yeah, they <laughs> came, in the end they, they won. Came back, yeah, as they, they came back, yeah, did. and at the end of the match, you were crying into your beer. Exactly, you know? exactly. So yeah, so it's kind of both, both. You can get them both, both in. Yeah. You just yeah. have to use them correctly. That's the only. So they mean the same. Really, it's mm. al final but you just have to mm, use yeah. them correctly in the right way. Yeah. So in the end, I, I, I'm quite happy now that I didn't spend a lot of money buying a ticket to see the return game in the Bernabeu in two weeks' time. Because yeah. I think it could be, you know, another humiliation, I suspect. That's right. So I don't yeah, see Liverpool be. doing a comeback, a Real Madrid-style remontada. Yeah. They need to win yeah, yeah, 3-0 yeah. or 4-0 or something ridiculous. Anyway, so in yeah. the end... I didn't get a ticket for the Bernabeu and I'm quite happy about it, given yeah. what happened last night. Since we're talking about Liverpool, it might be interesting for our listeners to know what the what the people in Liverpool are called. So how would you... Ooh. Because this is kind of really interesting, right? Because it's something that... You know, because obviously the people that live in different cities, different, in so, yeah, it's not just, all, kind of even, like Bour- not all of them. People right? from Bournemouth, Daniel, what are you a Bournemouth? No, there's no, no. word. <laughs> there's no word. There's no yeah. word. Yeah. But in Liverpool, there's a very distinctive word, and it's kind of like very interesting, maybe for our listeners to know yeah, that. Yeah. Right? Well, there's two words. You can be a Liverpudlian. Oh, that's true. So I'm containing the word Liverpool, like a Madrileño, no? Yeah. Or a Londoner. Well, often there's two words. So just to give two two examples. So people from London are Londoners. And some people in London, but not all, are Cockneys. Mm. So like a sort of at the east end of London, the historically sort of working class area. Yeah. Those people have very strong London accents that even yeah. we might have problems to understand sometimes. Yeah, uh, then you can get into the whole idea of Cockney rhyming oh, that's slang, a huge, but maybe that's enough. We'll that's save that for another day. That is, <laughs> yeah, when I tell that's... my clients about that, and I've sent them videos from YouTube, there are people, it, it blows their minds. It blows their that's minds, a good expression. Yeah. It makes yeah. their head explode going, what is this? It's incredible. Anyway, for <laughs> yeah. another episode, maybe we'll come back to that's Cockney right. rhyming right. slang. So in Liverpool, yeah. you can be a Liverpudlian, yeah. a person from Liverpool, but the... The, the word you're thinking of is a scouser. 
I am. I am so thinking a, of that word. A scouser is a person from Liverpool, and they speak yeah. Scouse. So Scouse is like the, <laughs> yeah. the language, inverted commas, the accent. They have a Scouse accent. So I've That's lost, right. I, I used to have, well, not, it was never very strong. I had a slight or a mild suave, you know, a mild Scouse accent right. when I was growing up as a teenager, more, much yeah. more than now. But I, right. you know, I, I left home at 18 and I've never lived there again. So I spent far more of my life not living in Liverpool and I've lost my Scouse accent. So I think when yeah. we met, you, you didn't identify me immediately no as a i didn't no not not at all not at no all. you wouldn't because no, no, i don't have no. the accent so i recommend people go in youtube put type scouse accent or liverpool <laughs> yeah. accent there are many really videos harder. of people giving examples or people walking around the streets of liverpool interviewing people yeah and you you'll you'll get a big shock because it's it's very difficult to understand them i understand them even you might have a problem with some I've, of them. I might find, yeah, I might find it a bit difficult to uh, be but honest. For a Spanish I mean, speaker, you know. it'll be like, uh, is this Chinese or what? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. And that happens with that. I mean, another classic is Geordie. So people from oh yes, Newcastle and around Newcastle, which is the northeast of England, they're called Geordies, and they speak yeah. Geordie, which I yeah. think is perhaps the most. That's I think for us, difficult. us as native speakers from UK. I think if you ask me, what's the most difficult accent within the UK or within England, let's say, because then Scotland yeah, is yeah, another yeah, of course. thing. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. UK, I'd say Glaswegian, people from Glasgow, perhaps yeah. is the most difficult. But within England, perhaps Geordie, because it's almost, I'd say it's nearer to a dialect. It's not just an yeah. accent. They're completely different grammatical structures, different words. So if yeah. you get a real Geordie with a strong Geordie accent, I, I could understand maybe, I don't know, 20 30 percent of what they say perhaps it depends yeah. on the person you meet but sure of course of course so yeah. yes scousers geordies and cockneys that's just three yeah and then of course there's birmingham as well which oh, is kind of that's the most yes. ugly but well sorry if there's any people from birmingham listening to this <laughs> yeah you better or have be family careful. in birmingham but i think <laughs> if you ask most people in the uk or let's say england what is the least attractive or most ugly or annoying accent i think many people would say birmingham Right. So those 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 people who watch Peaky Blinders, I know quite a lot of my clients have commented. Ah, yes. They say, yeah, I yeah, tried yeah, to yeah, watch that's... Peaky Blinders in original language and I didn't understand anything. I say, don't worry, me neither. Well, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I could follow it, but it's difficult. Even for a native speaker, following Peaky Blinders with their Birmingham, Irish and Gypsy. So Gitano, yeah. it's a mixture of three things. And sometimes I have to put the subtitles because <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah. understand what they're saying or i have to rewind yeah. it and listen twice yeah yeah so i haven't seen that i haven't seen it yet i mean it's the, great the, series the I recommend it. yeah no Very apparently good. it's pretty really good yeah yeah but but, but not easy to, to find yeah yeah even no, for absolutely. us can be difficult so imagine yeah, yeah, for a non-native speaker is yeah, almost yeah, impossible yeah. absolutely extremely yeah. difficult. if you can understand that then your english is well fantastic sublime yeah 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 good all right well that was a quick whistle yeah. tour oh that's another expression whistle. there. A whistle off, tour. on a tangent as we often on do. a tangent but we were kind of a whistle tour around england and the accents yeah was no? it a whistle tour stop i think is the full expression is it a whistle tour stop yeah i think it must come yeah. from i'm just imagining you're on a i don't know a train or something and yeah the, they blow the whistle yeah silbato, no? to to stop here look at something and then whistle again back to the train or the yeah or the the bus and to the next place. I'm just imagining yeah. where the expression comes from. So a whistle yeah, stop, knows? a very quick tour of a 
several places in the short that's time. right that's right yeah uh, not necessarily physically yeah. in this case is you know ideas or yeah. accents a whistle-stop yeah. tour of english accents of which yeah. there are many 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 so every town every city some of them incredibly close together so uk is a small country has amazing amount of different accents in such a small space yeah uh, no question no yeah. question and i think that's i think that's why lots of our clients kind of get a little bit disheartened no let's get another expression yeah. they get a little bit disheartened because they kind of like they practice their english and they kind of think oh well mm. i understand everything and then they go to liverpool or they go to birmingham or, or they go newcastle, to newcastle or, <laughs> or they go to london mm. and they they get they you know they get, they get somebody yeah a londoner <laughs> a, a very Londoner's local a, londoner yeah. Yeah. And they're like, I don't um, understand anything. This I don't understand. Suddenly I don't understand anything. But, yeah. you know, at that moment, they shouldn't, shouldn't despair. Yeah, this is normal. This happens. Well, I think that's it. I think that's it. Thanks a lot, Alistair. Thank Just to quickly, you know, review what we did was basically the difference between in the end and at the end. The confusion really comes from the whole idea of al final from Spanish or finalmente, if you, if you like. The key difference there is obviously the preposition. It can either be in the end or at the end just make sure that you've got it clear in your mind when you need to use one or the other okay in the end is often related to a plan that changes or some sort of conclusion right and then the, the other type of way that you can use it is at the end and the at the end is often related to something specific so it's kind of like at the end of a film at the end of a match something specific happened right mm -hmm. and so that's that's the key difference between the two yeah. all right well and then summarized. we all went yeah and then we went into all sorts of different things about scousers and accents oh, and yeah all sorts you of different things but that's scousers, kind of, i know i know that's that was really my <laughs> but i do yeah, recommend yeah. yeah it is very interesting for people to sort of just out of interest it's a cultural thing no it's also a test yes. of your their ability to understand accents is go yeah. i mean it doesn't have to be british can be american go into youtube yeah, there are absolutely thousands of videos of people, either either real people speaking with that accent, you import Australian accent, I don't know, New York accent, uh, Birmingham, London, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really interesting. You get some teachers are superb at imitating accents. So oh, there's yeah, lots of really sure. nice videos. Somewhere. Okay, today I'm going to give you five most difficult accents in the UK. And they show you a map and they'll say, here is Newcastle. And then they do, they impersonate somebody from newcastle and they do it really well well some better yeah, yeah, than others sure. shall we say but there's loads of stuff like that in internet so i'd recommend yeah you know have a look at those things try to listen to some of those regional accents from uk or yeah. american accents or countries you know australian or new zealand or whatever it yeah an important point here mm. is that part of learning a language is obviously we're trying to push all our listeners to to mm. move forward in their english or their business english right part of that process is also to understand sort of the wider context the whole cultural element as well i mean you and i we kind of want to learn spanish but we also want to know the differences between oh you know a, a spanish in madrid or a spanish in andalusia and all of that type of stuff that yeah, additional and how they knowledge speak and the words yeah. they have and the differences yeah that that additional knowledge mm. kind of reinforces and enriches your knowledge of the, the language in general, right? So that cultural element is really, really important. So mm. don't just assume that sort of language is just a sort of mechanical thing that you have mm. to sort of get right. It's really important that you understand the whole cultural element of it as well. Yeah. I think that's super important. And knowing those things, like you said, that somebody from Liverpool is a Scouser, somebody from Newcastle yeah, that is type a Geordie. Of stuff. Oh, really? This really concept important. of yeah. Cockneys who come from London. So these are all yeah cultural things 
And if yeah. you go to Britain, people will use these words or these concepts and say, oh, yeah, this this person is a scouser. And you'd be like, what? What's that? Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. you know, the more yeah. you know about these things and you learn, the more, well, it's just, I think, interesting. Yeah, as we learn about yeah. Spain and different areas, as you say, different regions. Spain is an incredibly complex country when it comes to regions and, you know, different la- different languages. Yeah, yeah. History, Completely. all History. sorts of different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very so it's fascinating, these things. Fascinating stuff, yeah. Just before we go, I uh, just wanted to mention that, obviously, today is the 51st episode, okay? Now, the next episode will be our anniversary yes. our basically our birthday our first right? birthday our first birthday of this annual. podcast yeah. yes that's right we start to yeah, be 52 episodes and we've never missed a week so by definition right. 52 must be must be a year that's right so we're so, one year old yes exactly <laughs> we will and be. of course that's yeah we will be next week. next week and so we're thinking of doing a special episode next week and the for the 52nd episode and we thought that it'd be quite nice to do that episode where we kind of look back over the yeah, over the year and kind of select a few different moments whether yeah. they're anecdotes or yeah. particular expressions yeah. and we will some definitely highlights. do that we'll do it some ourselves highlights. we'll choose yeah, our we favorite will do it. moments if you like you know that's right. We will reminisce. reminisce. Yes. Yes. Reminisce. Yes. It's kind thinking of thinking about, about the past. The past. Really. Reminiscing. Yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah. Already a yeah. year old. We should have a birthday cake with a, a candle <laughs> yeah. and blow it out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. fantastic. Great. All right, Alistair, that's yeah. it for today. Well, thank you very much anyway. Thank you. A pleasure and, uh, always. Yeah, and I'll see you See you for our birthday next week. next week. Yeah, cheers. Absolutely. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. See you. Bye.